I'm Clyde Lewis, and you're about to listen to a sample of today's Ground Zero show. If you'd like to hear the podcast in its entirety, sign up at Aftermath.media. I'm Ryan Gable, filling in for Clyde Lewis, and this is Ground Zero. The number to call tonight, 503-225-0860. If you'd like to reach out to me directly, my email is tstradio at protonmail.com. If you missed any episode of Ground Zero recently or my show, The Secret Teachings, which airs Monday through Friday right after Ground Zero on groundzero.radio, you can go to aftermath.media and sign up today. Get access to webinars, access to all the shows and more. That's aftermath.media. And of course, check out my content at www.thesecretteachings.info. So earlier this week, I hosted Monday and we were talking about the wildfires in Hawaii and various theories about those fires, the talking about the buying up of land and real estate in Hawaii really got me thinking about something else that I've mentioned before on Ground Zero and my show, The Secret Teachings. And it's something I want to draw your attention to tonight. And this show, just for the record, is going to be sort of built like a ziggurat. It's going to be built like a pyramid. We have to build from the bottom up to get to the really, really powerful synchronistic stuff. So what I was thinking about is the World War II bombings of Japan and the subsequent following occupation and corporate investment in the country. The same thing people are worried about happening in Hawaii right now is also ongoing to this day in Japan in terms of the loss of history. Some might even argue ancestral land. There's a lot to this equation, and it will take us into lost civilization. It will take us into the occult. It will take us into the samurai. It will take us into the ninja and a lot more a little bit later on in the show. But this is especially uh, relevant tonight because I was reading this article yesterday, August 15th, that was talking about the destruction of Japanese history in particular, but it also expands to world history during Allied occupation at the end of the war. In fact, August 15th, just yesterday, Tuesday, is also when Japan celebrates the end of the war. This year, they had a big gathering, a couple thousand people at the Nippon Budokan Arena in Tokyo to remember the end of the war. Now, what most of us know is that Hiroshima and Nagasaki were strategically selected as cities to be bombed, while other cities were equivalently not selected. They were strategically not selected. And Tokyo had just burned with experimental napalm a few weeks prior to those atomic bombs back in March. There was napalm dropped on Tokyo. It killed about 100,000 people, roughly, a conservative estimate. Wiped out a lot of businesses and homes. Burned, I think, what, 40% or so of the city. And the war had, at that point, it began to quickly turn against Japan. Even the common people started to realize something was wrong. Now, in our history books and, you know, with even the movie Oppenheimer that came out recently, there's a lot of questions as per whether or not the United States should have dropped those bombs on Japan or any country for that matter. Questions still persist to this day why we would drop those bombs, because Italy had surrendered in 43. Hitler had supposedly killed himself a few years later, actually on Walpurgis night, April 30th, 1945. And Japan really objectively wasn't the wartime threat that the people of 
most of the world, especially the public in the United States, was led to believe. Now, of course, the American public, like the British, Italians, Germans, Russians, and the Japanese, were pretty thoroughly brainwashed by propaganda, just like we are today. But a lot of people obviously can see beyond that. But the Japanese people were so conditioned by propaganda that they thought they were winning, according to historical reports, despite the fact that food was running out and despite the fact that statues were being taken down and melted, some cases even sacred objects. So there's a lot of this that we have to go through to put it into context with what's happening today. I mentioned on a previous show that Winston Churchill very famously, not a lot of people know this, he was a very, very blatant racist. He hated the Japanese people. He called them, quote, yellow dwarf slaves. Admiral Bill Halsey called the Japanese beast-style apes. Even the Marine magazine Leatherneck said that the Japanese were lice. And on March 5th, 1945, the, the, the little magazine said, quote, before a complete cure may be affected, the origin of the plague, the breeding grounds around the Tokyo area, must be completely annihilated. Now, you hear a lot about genocide, Holocaust, and you have a thought about that when you hear about those things. But of course, the firebombings of Dresden or the napalm bombing of Tokyo, these things kind of get lost in the mix. And they are real, true holocausts of fire. Hundreds of thousands of people died in essence, instantly, within just a few hours, a very short period of time. So obviously, you can't boil down World War II to God's chosen people and the master race. It's more complex than that. And so part of the reason for dropping the power of the sun, very esoteric, on the land of the rising sun with an emperor who embodied the sun is because the Japanese were considered relentless. They wouldn't give up. And historians have pointed out that culturally, the Japanese, like the samurai, they, they didn't know what it meant to give up. They didn't know what it meant to, to lose. And that, of course, certainly and ironically played a role in their destruction. But those bombs also were meant to warn the world that the U.S. was now a dominant power. And this, of course, sparked the Cold War. Those bombs also allowed something else to happen. They allowed for the corporate West to get into Japan. Most of us know that Germany and Nazism, they were already doing really big business with Ford and General Motors, Boeing, IBM, lots of big banks. Most of us know about the Bush family involvement, not to mention Disney. Walt Disney made propaganda films for the Nazis. Hitler liked Mickey Mouse. And of course, much later, NASA involved with uh, post-war Nazis. And although Germany saw a lot of cities destroyed, Hamburg, Dresden, and dozens of others, and so did Tokyo, civilians were mostly targeted in these cases, hundreds of thousands of people dead. But some businesses were actually spared in Europe due to Western interest. And uh, this is a hotly debated subject. But when we come back uh, from break, we're going to talk a little bit about these investments and what the Allied occupation did because they didn't just kind of restructure the Japanese government and society. They actually, officially, this is mainline history, they burned thousands of books. We don't even know what all those books are, but they burned a lot of books, and it has to do with history, magic, and a lot of other things we're going to talk about tonight. I'm Ryan Gable. This is Ground Zero, and if you'd like to call in tonight, 503-225-0860. Love to hear what you think about all of this. We'll be right back. 
You've just listened to a segment of Ground Zero. If you'd like to hear previous shows along with having access to our online library and social media platform, sign up now at Aftermath.media. It's only $10 a month, and there's also yearly specials to fit your budget. Again, go to Aftermath.media. I'm Clyde Lewis, and thank you for supporting Ground Zero.